Hello, Obsessors. Welcome to another episode of the Obsessed Podcast. Today, we have a treat for you. We sat down with Katya Gleason. Katya's unique story has shaped her into the humble healer she is today. She is an artist, a songwriter, a healer, and creative. She uses her social platform to reach millions who need healing through entertainment. Sit back, open your mind, and get ready to become obsessed with Katya just like we are. Hey guys, welcome to Obsessed. Think of us as your personal development entourage, all wrapped up into one podcast. If you're committed to your personal development and believe your life is meant for more, then get ready to learn the tools you need to elevate this experience called life. Get obsessed with your life, just like us. We are Tia, Tristan, Mika, and Julie, and we are obsessed with humans on the verge of change. Hi, I'm Tristan, and I'm obsessed with your emotional well-being. Obsessors, we have a change maker in our presence. And if you don't know Katya Gleason, you're going to know her, you're going to follow her, and you're going to adore her like we do at the Obsessed Podcast. She is amazing, and she is making a difference in so many ways. Welcome, Katya. And we kick off every episode with this question, Katya. What are you obsessed with? Oh, food. (laughs) I'm obsessed with food. Um, I'm obsessed with my dog. She's licking herself right now. Let's see her. What's her name? Her name's Annika. She's a Samoyed. Do you know Annika was the name I was going to name each of my boys? So I have four boys in my heart. I believed I was going to have a girl each time. And their name, if it was a girl, was going to be Annika. So I love that name. There you go. She's like, do I have to? (laughs) There she is. Wow. I love having pets because they're so therapeutic. Right. Kessia, like for our audience, first I want to say to our listeners, the things that you've done, like you're in entertainment, you sing, you do so much, and you've got over 9.8 million followers on TikTok and a gigantic amount of followers on Instagram and all these other platforms. Please tell us about you, like introduce yourself to our listeners. All right. Well, good day. I'm Katya, and I'm from Melbourne, Australia, originally. Um, both my parents, though, are immigrants, so they were born in Germany. That's my name that's impossible to <laughs> pronounce. A lot of people think my name is Kat- Katyag or something like that, because when it's like the full name, Katya Gleason, they, they think that the G is the end part of my first name. And yeah, I grew up sort of in the suburbs of Melbourne, and I wanted to always entertain people. I don't know. I was that annoying kid that was always putting on a show for you just to make you laugh. Um, And I wanted to continue doing that for the rest of my life. I somehow found my way to LA by working a million jobs and ended up like the digital space because I'm a creator and ideas just sort of came to me. And that's kind of where I found my audience that like people just sort of started seeing my content and deciding that they wanted to come on this crazy ride with me. (laughs) 
It's amazing because I was telling, I was telling Kessia before we started recording, like I thought, so I, I go on Kessia's TikTok and I'm seeing all these videos and costumes that is, I see this pretty hot blonde. And when you see our, this, see this via YouTube, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. This hot blonde and these costumes, like Alice in Wonderland theme. And I'm like, okay. And I laugh on every single video. Like your skits are hilarious. And I'm thinking that, okay, I'm not really going to laugh, but you managed to make me laugh on every single video and you surprised me. And where does this come from? Like what? What motivated you? Like, how did you get here? I used to think that the main thing that I wanted was like fame and to be an actress. And in order to be an actress, you have to look a certain way and be a certain way. I I actually, when I was growing up, my agent dropped me because I was obese at the time. And I was told I wasn't going to get a job in acting ever. And I was never going to make it in the entertainment industry because I was just this shy sort of plumpy, obese girl. And why I'm glad we're kind of talking about um, health and well-being today um, is because it wasn't actually a huge obesity problem. It was an emotional issue. And I was holding a lot of fluid, like retaining a lot of fluid. And that was to do with becoming a woman and wanting to not become a woman and sexual shame and abuse. But I didn't know that at the time. I just knew I had to look a certain way and act a certain way, and then I'll make it. And on this crazy journey of the entertainment industry, I discovered that that's not really what drives me. What drives me is what you talk about when you said, I can't, I couldn't help but laugh because I believe that laughter is healing. I believe that music is healing. It definitely healed me and helped me in hard times of my life. And that's what I want to do. So every, every kind of like psychic I ever went to, they were always telling me, you're a healer though. It doesn't make sense that you want to go be in Hollywood. I, this doesn't make sense to me, but I, I get it. And I'm like, oh no, I want to heal through entertainment. And I realized that that's kind of what my aim was to do my whole life. Because I'm like the youngest in the family. Um, so I was always the one putting on a show and if there was ever a an argument in the family dynamic. I always wanted to fit in and belong or I wanted to distract from the negative things that were going on in my family's lives at the time. So so yeah, I think I, I think I've really come to this great knowing that, oh, I'm a healer. That's why I don't fit into this pocket, or that's why I don't fit in with these groups of people. It's not because there's something wrong with me. It's just I'm different. (laughs) But different is courageous, Katya. In terms of our listeners, I guess the one thing that I heard and resonated with me was the idea of growing up in a family. And I don't know your family situation. If you want to share, you can. If not, I always think our stories help heal others. Yeah. Was it a divorce of your parents? Because we do get lost in our family dynamics very often. Yeah, it was, it it never became a divorce, but my parents are separated, but they are legally together. Um, So they live separately and they're, they're much happier that way. But there's like, there's four kids. So I have like an older sister and two older brothers and we didn't have any money growing up. Dad like ran his own sort of construction business, working really hard till his body couldn't do it anymore. And now he's retired and mom worked really hard to take care of 
four kids and they'd both been brought up in a family that came from World War II Germany. And that isn't the best place to kind of come from because there was, during the Nazi regime, there was a big push to, there was a way of teaching children with this neglect kind of way. And it was to build proper soldiers in Germany. And I think that came down the line. So everyone is emotionally distant. No one talks about their feelings and it's difficult to sort of grow up that way. But I think both my parents grew up that way as well because of where they came from. When you trace it back, it's kind of really sad. But if you can stop those programs with whoever's noticing it, then I won't continue that on to the next generation as well. I love (laughs) that. And I'm picturing it, Katya, like just you... So kind of this militaristic environment where emotions are suppressed. And here comes adorable, bouncing little Katja, who has so much energy and radiates this energy and throws everybody off their path. And yeah. I love, I, I just adore that visual in terms of who you are and this bright light that you are. Thank you. But I think I've always felt like I don't really quite fit or I don't fit in or something's wrong with me or I don't see the world the right way. And now that I'm an adult, I'm like, no, no, I, I see it the right way. It's, <laughs> I'm right. I love that. And you seem to have such a deep understanding of who you are at your core. And with that background, I mean, that must have taken a lot of work to get there. Can you tell us a little bit of your self-healing and that journey? Because you've obviously done the inner work and it radiates through your energy, as Julie was just saying. Yeah, a lot of reading. I've read um, some of the Alice Miller books, like Drama of the Gifted Child, stuff about being a child of narcissistic parenting, not to label any of my parents as narcissists. I just think that if they've been abused by narcissists, then that abuse can sort of come down the family lineage. I'd noticed when I had narcissistic tendencies in certain relationships so that I was able to sort of see the trigger points and I was able to stop that kind of behavior before it escalated and and I became my parents. Um, because I think as much as you can like love your parents and your family so much, you can see where, where they're suffering and have empathy for that and try and go on this journey for yourself to heal yourself. But then I try to like heal my family as well. Like I'm like, here, read the alchemist. And I think I just recently did the, the medical medium. I think it was like a cleanse by the medical medium and he's not really a a doctor. He's just a medium that... um, Tell us about that. We don't know about that. Oh, it's, it's like, it's a vegan lifestyle kind of book and it talks about toxins and how it affects our brains, how our emotions affect us, how our emotions can affect our law of attraction, I guess you would kind of say. A lot of people don't really believe in the law of attraction, but I think a really great way to sort of explain it is emotion is energy in motion. And I think we can all we can all recognize it within other people. So if someone's projecting anger or sadness or depression, we do feel it from that other person. And I think that can block us from getting what we want in our lives. So we have to go into those uncomfortable parts of ourselves whenever we feel triggered and work through it. And I guess it's called an emotional process. I I hate giving things titles and labels because I don't want it to sound 
Like it's it's not like it's religious or anything like that. It's a spiritual and emotional journey within yourself. And I think it's just come from observing a lot of pain and a lot of suffering coming from family members and not wanting to repeat those patterns and noticing it within yourself and catching it and then trying to help others if they're open to that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, go ahead, Tia. I just love that you're speaking like right up our alley. Everything that you're saying really resonates and is aligned with a lot of our values as well. And so it's just great seeing it in somebody and somebody who's putting off so much positive energy into the world. And we need you. Like the world definitely needs people like Katya. And you seem very intuitive. you guys. (laughs) And you guys. You're like a coven of amazing I love that coven. I I love that. We are a coven girls now. We're a coven. (laughs) I don't like witchy or anything because I know that can throw people off and people can be negative if you like find trigger points. But I'm like, but a coven really is a group of supportive, wise women that got together and talked. Right. And they labeled it where it sounded scary because they knew how powerful women can be when they got together and talked. That's why they persecuted wow. women back in the, what is it, 1800s? The Salem witch trials. Yep. Have you ever heard of those? The Salem witch yeah. trials? Yeah. A very, very sad time in history, but humanity has many, many, many moments where they've segregated a certain type of people based off of gender, religion, race. Uh, sexual preference. Yeah, it's ridiculous. The way that that we can separate the world and then pin people against each other for no reason. But the cool thing is, even though that like we've seen the worst of humanity, also seeing the light side of humanity, the best side of humanity, like through your videos of entertaining people, like the funny skits that you perform, that you do, and then your songs what your work of art that you're putting out into the world is in a way of uniting us because we're seeing on your channel and on your platforms, we're seeing uh, several different races is crossing racial lines. You've included people that are same sex, you know, preferences and heterosexuals, homosexuals, you included all these other groups on your platform as a way of, uniting us in a way. And a lot of people, you know, it's something that I notice where it's like there's a people have a platform and it's only one race that you see. And it's surprising. I don't think that that person does it intentionally. They're just not aware. They're not aware they weren't brought up that way. And when you do it, it's beautiful. It's showing this amazing side of humanity. And you're entertaining us, but you're showcasing all these, your friends and these other actors and actresses that are Black, Black and are of different ethnicities. Is this intentional? Are you mindfully doing this? Or is this just like, how did this happen? I'm, I'm aware that that it's not done enough. <laughs> but, but to me, they're just my friends and they're super talented. So why not work with people that are just a joy to be around and we we just have a great time. And that's that's the thing with social media is kind of when you're starting out, a lot of the time it's it's a thankless job. There's no money involved. Like everyone's just giving their energy and their time for 
nothing really. So if you're going to do that, you want to spend it with people that are awesome to be around. (laughs) So that's usually the kind of like, those are just the people I choose to work with is just nice people. Yeah. I mean, we're all, we all are humans and we all are race, the human race. And I love that. And with your platform, with your voice, Katja, I mean, you are changing the world. How do you, how do you feel? And what is your mission in terms of really changing the world? Because I see that through your work. I hear that through your voice. Um, I think for, for me, when it really hit me when I was like, oh, oh, hang on, this could, I'm kind of a little bit responsible here, actually. I'm not completely responsible, but I sort of am, is when I've met kids in real life and particularly young girls. And I see myself in every single young girl that I've ever met that's come up to me. And I want to make sure that everything that I do is something that would have helped me when I was their age, because they're just, yeah, women and girls, like they're just so special. Like we're, we're the muses, we're the life bringers, we're the creators. Men, 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 you're great too. <laughs> they can deal with themselves. That's fine. They've yeah, got plenty, they plenty of role models in the man world. That's fine. And and obviously I don't represent the the man or the masculine. So just girls mean everything to me. And there, there's been a lot of circumstances in, in the social media world where I'm like, uh, I, I get it. Like we, we need to feel free and sexual and, and that's fine too. But, but where's that line between a woman owning her own body and her own sexuality and selling it, like selling what's pure about her and what's special about her, her own power, which is why like the song that I have picky is the way I wrote it, because there's just, there's so much music out there that it still objectifies women too much for for my taste. I'm like, I'm sorry, but we're not, we're not your dollies to be sold and bought. And we're, we're our own people. We have our, we have dreams, we have feelings. (laughs) It's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So I just, I really, I've kind of upset people along the way by being the way I am. And sticking with things the way I stick with them. But at the end of the day, it's all about the young girls because they're the future. They really are. Like, it's all right. I've had my childhood. (laughs) Katja, I mean, quite honestly, like what you are saying is everything I believe because when you are at that age, 13, 14, 15, 17, and you don't know who you are and you don't have that self-awareness, you're drawn in through what is easy, the scrolling, the adoring of people that are filtered, and then you measure yourself to that person or people. And then what does it feel like for these girls? It feels like crap. It feels like I'm not worthy. I'm even worse than I thought I was. So your message, I mean, literally goosebumps because it's exactly everything I work for in terms of I'm working with the women that have gone through that and haven't let go of that. So you're doing the work at the beginning and it's so powerful. Right. Goosebumps. Trying. I think it's a blessing that I came from where I came from, from having no money, really strict parents and this kind of crazy childhood with this insane passion and desire to entertain because I didn't, I didn't go, I want to be a social media star. Like a lot of people are kind of getting it all, all mixed up. They think if they become a social media star, suddenly all their problems are solved. 
and and that's it. And then they look to other people that are social media stars and they just they copy what they see because that's that's what we do. We copy the code. That's what all humans do. And I just I think the code is a little unbalanced. Like that I see too much of women being shown or young girls being shown, you need to act, dress, dance, do things in this way to be accepted by the boys, the boys clubs. And when the boys all agree that you're up for anything and they can own you and control you, then you get clout and hype and attention. And a lot of girls base their self-worth off of that. And I just, I just think that it should be the opposite way. The boys should be trying to impress us because isn't that what it's like in the animal world? I mean, exactly. I mean, <laughs> that's how Tia got engaged. Tia's engaged, by the way. You know, she let she let her man come to her. So, <laughs> so we want to thank you so much for this amazing interview. You surprised me on so many levels from going through your platforms and then sitting down with you your self-awareness is, is inspiring. I mean, it makes me want to be more self-aware of myself. Oh, so. I encourage everyone to do that as often as possible. Just go in, go in, in, in. The inner world is just so much. Wow. Speaking of going in, you've entered the Obsessed House, the Obsessed Podcast. We're going to do the lightning round is where we ask you some questions, a series of questions. And I'm going to start it off. I'm going to kick it off with, what's your favorite Disney movie? The Little Mermaid. What oh was that? What was the that? Little Mermaid. Oh, yes. I'm so excited for the live action. I can't wait for it. Mm, I love The Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Because I, I kind of developed my own themes around a lot of Disney stuff. And I think the, the losing of her voice is so, it's so symbolic about a woman not being allowed to speak her truth. Yeah. I love that on so many levels. And I have to have a conversation with you offline because you fascinate me and inspire me. Okay. So one person, biggest inspiration. Ooh, um, Audrey Hepburn. I think Audrey Hepburn is probably one of the most wonderful human beings. You being. look like her. Oh, really? Thanks. Now you're I wish you do. Oh, it's yes. just so much. She, her heart and her soul is just divinity and her grace and just how much she committed herself to like in the later years of her life, all, all the things she committed herself to. Yeah. I think Audrey Hepburn's just amazing. I love that. Okay. Most recommended book that you've read. This is a hard one. There's a few. Okay. Top three. I think the, the power of now is good. Power of okay. now, the alchemist and drama of the gifted child. I think, yeah, there's a lot of things to explore in that. And if there's trigger points that resonate within you, and I think a lot of people can, they're three really good books. Hmm. If you could spend a day with anyone from the past, who would you bring back? Who would it be one day? Michael Jackson. You can't have him. He's mine. Please, we can share. <laughs> okay, we'll share. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's just, you guys, uh, just his, his beat whole it. story. No one knows his real story because the industry hit it. So I would love to just hear about everything about him. Have you been to his house in Gary, Indiana? It's pretty. I haven't. 
I haven't. I do, I do have a signed microphone that he signed like in a case in my lounge room. And it's like my prized possession because he touched it. Okay. So I'm fainting I, over here. I'm fainting over here. So we'll start last one to you for the lightning round. All right. If you had one mantra to live your life by, what would it be? Um, do what makes you happy. Or, oh, I know this is hard. Um, keep following what feels good. Yes. Follow what feels good. I, I'm like, I'm like, how do I condense many things that I would want to say? Follow what feels good. It's simple enough, but it means a lot. Katja Gleason, follow what feels good and you feel good to us. You inspire us beyond belief. Get to know Katja Gleason because we're obsessed with her and get obsessed with your life. Yeah, get obsessed with your life. I love that. Get obsessed with feeling good. Thank you for listening to today's podcast featuring our special guest, Katja Gleason. Remember to download Katya's new song, Picky, and screenshot your favorite part of today's episode and tag us all on Instagram or Facebook. Her self-awareness, her self-determination, and her gifting the world, her healing people through her entertainment moved and inspired me on so many levels. Just hearing I'm blown and I'm always in awe of being able to discuss self-growth, inner healing with anyone and to have this moment for us all, the Obsessed Podcast Girls, to have a moment to sit and discuss it with Katya. Just, it was just, it's not even work for me. It's not work for us. It was complete enjoyment. And what were your takeaways from today's episode? Please share your takeaways and also share it on Instagram and also like, subscribe, and review our podcast. Share this with your friends, your girls, your family, whomever you feel will be blessed by this message. Bye for now, queens. I'm going to go catch my crown and I will catch you all later. Mwah.